Hi, welcome to the Miles Better Conversation. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. My name is Colin Miles, aka The Numbers Guy. In this Friday Finance series, we'll be exploring some business tips and hints that all entrepreneurs and small business owners need to know to be successful in business. I love having you here and it's my passion to help all entrepreneurs grow, scale and profit faster. So I wanted to share some of my tips and hints that I've learned over the last 20 plus years of being an entrepreneur. If you stick around to the end, I have an amazing offer that I'm sure you'll want to take me up on. So success block number one, I'm calling believing you don't deserve to succeed in business. If you grew up believing that business success was something that happened to other people, you might not think you're good enough to start. Often known as I call it as the I'll do that someday syndrome. We feel that we can't celebrate success and this is a mindset that letting the numbers decide can help overcome as they remove this emotion from the equation. You need to remove the idea that only certain people are deserving of success. If you know your numbers and trust them, you're giving yourself a huge advantage over the fake it till you make it approach. Anyone and everyone can be successful in their own way and success can be measured in different ways. This might just be in the form of being able to say, I did that to, um, I did that well, or perhaps the ability to spend more time at home with your family. I truly believe that accounting is the language of business and if you become fluent, and if you become as fluent as you can uh, then you, and come to see your numbers as your friends, then you can move to this new mindset of, I deserve my business to succeed and I'm moving towards a life of being a successful entrepreneur. That's my success block number one. So what is the block to success number two? Well, today we're going to be talking about lack of specificity. I hate that word, but in essence, if you think you have set a clear intention in your initial business plan, then unfortunately that may not be what your subconscious is telling you. Many people don't realise that their subconscious has pushed them to set some very vague goals that are hard to visualise and hard to attain. Things like, I want to launch my business, I want to be more successful. Don't be afraid to set in your mind on a very specific date, amount of money and perhaps, as I say, a time span. This specificity is going to get is what is going to get you some results. An example might be, I want to launch a business based on my hobby. That's very weak. Your brain isn't going to kick in. There's no finish line. There's no emotional drive to reach that goal. I'm going to get three new clients by Wednesday that will buy my idea and pay me for what is based on my business numbers and the value. Now, that's way more targeted. And as, I, as the numbers guy is numbers driven needs to be specific in your plan as you will hit roadblocks and diversions. And so these goals will allow you to pivot if you know what they are specifically. Let's have a look at the one of I want to be successful. What sort of success? Profit, sales or cash? It's very easy to generate a seven figure sales um, business based around cash and sales. Let's launch a business that sells $10 bills. Nice and simple so far, but here's the example of not being overly specific. Are we talking about sales, cash or profit? Because what if we sell those $10 bills for only $5? Well, we're going to have a huge amount of sales. We're going to have a huge amount of cash coming in very rapidly, but we're going to have a huge amount of profit going down the drain. The cash will be huge. Sales will be unbelievable. But profit, I think you can spot the problem. So we need to be specific and we need to make sure that specificity 
continues throughout everything that we do. It's key to understand, um, as the universe doesn't support the adage, if you build it, they will come. Might have worked for Kevin Costner in Hollywood, but this is the real world. So you need a plan B. The optimist in me believes that you only need a plan A because if you have a plan B, it will distract you. But the fundamentals of accounting, the language of business teaches us that there are always pluses and minuses. So if the minuses are winning, then we need to make a difference. And that's where having a plan and that's where being specific about what you want to achieve in your business is important to overcome the block of success. Number two, lack of specificity. I hate that word, but you know what I mean. Today we're going to look at the success block number three, the blindness to, to passion. You might be used to tuning out or discrediting your gut instinct feeling, that balance between what many refer to as the head and the heart, the head being the quantitative, the heart being the emotional side of uh, your decision making. Um, this attitude of tuning out can unfortunately become ingrained in your subconscious if you're not careful. Ignoring this inner passion can mean that you miss signs from the universe that are trying to point you uh, towards success. They might be very small, but they will be there. There are gurus who often teach that we need to manifest success. And this is a mindset, and in my opinion, can be uh, is also the bedrock of PMA, positive mental attitude. Uh, but what we don't want to be, obviously, is a super passionate, crazy energizer bunny running around with absolutely no idea and just going with passion because then we're going to have some problems. So the balance is key. And so, in, in essence, the blueprint to success that we talk about in the course, Let the Numbers Decide, and a business plan when you're launching your business is key that's going to help you keep your passion in check but also allow you to ensure that your passion is bubbling all of the time. So we want success symbols. We want uh, success boards. We want road signs that we can follow to ensure great uh, enthusiasm is inside our business. Um, there are some other tips that you could try um, that perhaps might uh, remove this blindness. Um, some of the other things I like to think about is learn something new every day by challenging the status quo in your business. If you're already running a business or if you're looking to launch one, perhaps in your life, as you may not yet have found your passion. So you can't your blindness may not yet be uh, there and then you want to reveal that passion. The emotions and passions come from your heart, but the success needs to be quantified by your head. So that's my success block number three, which I'm calling the blindness to your passion. And today we're going to be looking at success block four. This I'm calling the negative assumptions about the business. While business success is a goal for many people, a lack of understanding the business fundamentals can lead to negative thoughts about success. If you remember in mind block success one, which was the fear of success uh, and the attitude, it's important that we don't let the negative take over. It's true, money can't fix all of your problems. However, dwelling on these negatives can block your success in the manifesting, in manifesting success. As we said, we need to look for these small signs. As you'll see, we're building on each of the mindset blocks. It's good to have a plan B. But you need to focus on plan A, the business blueprint and powerful decision machine that we refer to and talk about in Let the Numbers Decide course will help you remain on track. A famous thing from uh, um, Hannibal, um, the uh, 
Roman emperor, he always believed you only needed to have a plan A because plan B distracted you. There's a balance with everything, as in the course with accounting, we need a plan A, but it's good to have a backup because plan A may not work. Write down every negative message that you've ever heard about running your own business as we try to overcome this mindset, whether it's from your family, from the society, religion or even pop culture. That's the negative side. Now, what we want to do is manifest success. So we need to flip that. So next to each of these comments and beliefs, we want to write down the corresponding positive belief and focus on those. I'll give you an example. You may have heard from some people that money is the root of all evil, but I want it to become, but I'm a good person, no matter how much money or little money I have. The same idea, but now we're spinning it to be a more successful manifest and removing that block to success. Launching a business needs big goals, but the language of business, accounting, will teach us that there are positive entries and that there are minus entries. So there are positives and there are negatives. But as long as the positives outweigh the negatives, we stand a chance of being successful. So don't, however, just list the success. As I mentioned in my in success block three, we don't want to be energised bunnies that are going crazy. We do need to accept that there is some negative assumptions. But if we know what they are, we can address those. An example might be some of the negative. I can't pay my bills. Well, we need to have a mindset that's going to allow us to be successful so that we can pay our mind, uh, our bills. I have no time with the family because of my business. Well, again, that can be a big spiral and we need to make sure that the business plan and the approach covers both of those negative and turn them into a positive. And this way we can balance the emotions of all the negatives and the positive to ensure that we are in control and that we're letting the numbers decide. So that's my success block for the negative assumptions about the business. Today we're looking at success block number five, working for free. This is a classic entrepreneurial mistake and I featured it in a couple of other videos already. Being generous is great. It's a great feeling that I gave that away and that people are, oh, so thank you. But to be successful in business, you need to be both a giver and obviously a receiver. Are you letting your friends take advantage of what they say? Oh, I love that new product or service that you've launched and that you're selling. Can I have a free? Can I have it for free or maybe a full discount? Remember that your services and products, though, have a value. That's why you've launched your business. It's your actual physical cash, believe it or not, that you're giving it away, giving away when you do it for free because that's lost revenue. That's lost income from your business. And how can that help you ultimately be successful and achieve your goals? Remember the success boards we've talked about in other success blocks and we'll explore later. You need to get the universe to work for you on this balance. It's OK to say no in giving away things, your time and effort and product for nothing in return. If they want something for free, well, then you are in your own rights to ask for something back. Maybe you do give it away for free, but in response, you want a testimonial, you want a review, you want some serious and uh, uh, constructive feedback that will allow you to improve your products. Reverting back to your business plan as to why you felt you could start is always a good key. Remember, letting those numbers decide. And often you'll find it's the people who have said, oh, you could sell that, that suddenly want it for free. Well, that goes against your business plan. That goes against really the actual rationale of why you started. 
In the long run, it's beneficial to generate the true value and success so that you can help others in the future. So possibly sometimes free, but more importantly, explaining why you've launched your business based on their suggestions about the products that they now want. You need to ensure remembering that if you work for free, you've got no cash. And in many cases, businesses will need a lot of cash, of a huge cash outflow in those first 12 months. And so anything you can sell is going to help. Uh, is going to help. Um, otherwise, the likelihood is you're going to quit before you've actually reached your success pinnacle. So that's why I always like to say, let the numbers decide and hide and use them as your sanity check for those powerful decisions. So that was success block number five, working for free. And today we're going to look at success block number six, lose those mood hoovers, as I like to refer to them. Does your work environment subconsciously tune your mind into a vibration of failure rather than success? This resonates back with success block number one. Some examples of this might be uh, types of that you leave your bills unpaid, carelessly your desk is a mess, the news feeds that you're constantly listening to are the doom and gloom, you're not organised your receipts, your numbers aren't in order, they're not in real time. And then you're not surrounding yourself with uh, people who are positive, people who are going to support you on this journey. The news feeds are a classic at the moment with doom and gloom, but also your own family can have an impact on you. Ooh, why are you doing that? We never see you anymore, those type of things. So it's important that you surround yourself with the right attitude. And remember, reframing your environment will often reframe your thoughts and your subconscious will start to help manifest success rather than blocks. Um, this is also where your business support structure comes into play, having real time accounting, having regular reviews and perhaps having some mentors in your life that can actually bring some outside opinion. There are many tips and tricks uh, that I'm going to reveal during the Let the Numbers Decide course from things like playing from a 10 concept something that I learned from Speakers International uh, back in the late 90s. Uh, and please do check out another video specifically on that. To playing winning videos. When you have success, it might only be a 30 second success, but capture that in a mental video. And when you need it, play it so that you're feeling good. It's part of the playing from 10 concept. You want to have internal and external support. Um, as I've said, and it might be you need to create some dream boards that you can think about, some success symbols, uh, famous quotes. These all these things that we see and we go, oh, they don't do anything. Believe it or not, they do. If you are subconsciously looking at something positive, the likelihood you're going to enjoy, it's going to reinforce it. I know I'm not a genius, but on my desk I have cautious genius at work. It helps me remind me with a little bit of humour that actually I can do my job and I know what I'm doing. There are lots of other stories that I will bring out during the programme, um, um, particularly on the group coaching sessions that come with Let the Numbers Decide course. So in essence is lose those mood hoovers, those people who absorb your positive energy and only give back negative energy. So that's my success block number six. Lose those mood hoovers and reframe the environment. And today we're looking at the success block number seven. This one I'm calling low expectations. This is where a business plan full of success and a huge focus on plan A comes into play. But as an entrepreneur, you can't do this alone. You need to surround yourself with people who can help you. 
key to, to have someone in your corner who is fluent in accounting the language of business. So perhaps having a business mentor, perhaps having some, an accountant or CPA who's act, an active part of your program is going to be a, another opportunity to break down this block of success. As you will have setbacks, it is okay to fail, and I like to call those as just opportunities to revisit the blueprint of your business, aka the numbers, and letting those numbers decide. Remember, we need to revisit the numbers again and again and again, because taking the looking uh, lots of knockbacks to come, so revisiting those uh, and revisiting perhaps block number six that with the mood hoovers and real. Uh, re-evaluating your environment and your dream boards and success boards are going to help beat these low expectations. Your, your business let the numbers decide blueprint will also allow you to evaluate continually. So again, if we have a plan A and we understand where we're going, then this low expectations mindset block can be overcome. Because again, it's a subconscious block that we need to ensure is not there. Uh, we're surrounded by so much negativity at the moment, it's a really difficult block to overcome. Another trick is to turn the low expectations negative block into an asset. What do I mean by that? Well, let's create a knockback board. We've got our success boards, we've got our dream boards. Well, let's now have the balance, the plus, the minus. In accounting and numbers, we have the positives and the negatives. And we can list down the issues. And as we solve those, we can write the solutions. But let's not bury them. Let's keep them at the forefront alongside the success stories as about how we dealt with the knockback, how we reviewed them against the goals and the numbers. And they can help us remove those emotions as we find that the numbers drive the approach and ensure that success is a, is a given rather than an expectation. So that's my success block number seven, having low expectations to success and how we might overcome. And today we're looking at success block number eight. And I'm calling this one not knowing what, who you are. If you don't know where you, who you are, you don't know where you're going, what you want to be and why you're going to be that uh, business, why you're going to have that niche, then any road is going to do. It's a famous quote from Alice in Wonderland that if, if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. And so many businesses just start out and plough down the central road. Well, who to know that perhaps a slight left turn, to use the Gandhi analogy that I have just heard about, when he felt he needed to go left and it was his own decision, um, is important. Personal brand, business brand, often are the same thing when it comes to a small entrepreneur. And so they flow together and this will impact the business plan as it has so many touch points. You can manifest this message from your personal brand and your business brand in everything that you do within your business. And in the course, Let the Numbers Decide, there's a whole module, uh, a whole section within one of the main modules on personal branding, on business branding, and we'll explore more about it there. But something I did want to touch on here is a concept that was introduced to me by one of my mentors, Greg Roulette from the Ambitious Group, where we need to look at our world, both personally and business, in the four quadrants. The quadrant one is who you are. Quadrant two, what you stand for. Quadrant three, who you want to target as your customer base. And number four, what do you truly believe in and why? And once we start to frame out those four business, uh, those four quadrants, that's going to help drive us in everything that we do. 
Something else that we'll touch on in the uh, module is personal branding, the brand Onion that was introduced to me many years ago by Neil Kennedy from the Oxford Summer School uh, Retail Academy. It's a very powerful distillation, uh, funneling type situation as we peel away the layers to reveal your inner uh, brand essence. This can, of course, as I say, be both your business brand and more likely as an entrepreneur, your personal brand as they flow together. So that was my success block number eight, not knowing who, what you are. Welcome to the Miles Better Blocks to Success series of videos. And today we're looking at block six, not trusting the numbers to make the powerful decisions. Figures are your friends, as Dave uh, Meckin told me many years ago, and they are the root of everything in business. Are they rooted, I'm sorry, in everything we do in business. So I have now like to call them the alpha and the omega. We've also here at Miles Better love to talk about real-time numbers and understanding what they mean, allowing you to make powerful decisions that will ensure success at every turn. And if not, why not? And why the turn perhaps wasn't the right turn? And what new road do we need to take? Remember, we talked about if any road will do if we don't know where we're going. So letting the numbers decide business plan that we've created is going to keep us on that road. And as we detour, we'll know why. There's a cost to launching a business and we need to know this, but it may not be as much as you think. Um, an example that was given to me one time was about buying a house. Um, the house on paper looks very expensive. We'll take an American house at a million dollars or a million pound home. You don't need necessarily to find that million dollars. You'll only need to necessarily find the deposit and the cost because you're likely to take a mortgage uh, and some investment from an outside. Well, that's the same when we're in a business. And the moment we start bringing outside investors in, maybe angel investors, bank loans or your savings, then the numbers really do become uh, all important because now the emotion of your own personal money and other people's money needs to be considered to make these powerful decisions. And that's where the business plan comes in because it's all about the numbers. Business plans have various elements, but the largest element that really should be key is that initial budget for the 12 months or longer. Many companies will roll out a budget three to five years down the line and small entrepreneurs will often say, I have no idea how to do the budget. I don't know what we're going to sell. Well, that's your first problem. Go all the way back to one of the mindsets. That's the blindness to passion. Your passion is taking over when we need to have some head rather than some heart. Budgets are great because they keep us mindful of your income and expenses. It's all very well having lots of expenses going out, but if the income isn't coming in, we need to start making some rapid decisions. <coughs> Excuse me. With a budget, you know exactly how much you can spend in each category, assuming that the sales are generated. And it may be that we have to spend because we don't have the sales yet. But you need to know that that was an agreement, that it was a target, that there was a road, that there was a path that we were travelling. In the path, we, in the plan of a business plan, we review every number. We'll review it and review it and then we'll justify it. And we spend X when perhaps we should spend Y. And that's the power of the numbers to make powerful decisions. So not trusting the, the numbers, the powerful numbers to make powerful decisions can be crucial to your success. So that's my block number six, not trusting the numbers to make powerful decisions. Today we're going to be looking at success block number 10, the fear of success. Finally, your subconscious mind may actually be terrified at getting what it wants. We've gone through all these blocks where we want to succeed. 
It could be that you're scared of change or worried that your success will not last. Well, being cautious can have a beneficial tactic. These fears are ultimately holding you back, but we need to try and break them, but in a controlled manner. This is where a business mentor has often much to offer, and he or she will be able to work with you to ensure that the doubts don't overtake the success. At On Point Mentors, as a founding member, uh, we, have a new, we have a variety of mentors who would love to work with you, and obviously I would as well. There are, um, there are many techniques that the uh, mentors can bring. One of the techniques that I like to use a lot is, and I've mentioned in one of the other um, videos, um, is the playing from a 10 technique. Um, the one I slightly outlined in block six and in a completely separate video. Um, it puts you, the art concept is to put you in the right physiologically, <coughs> mentally, playing your videos um, in the right position because your skill base doesn't change from day to day in essence, but your physiology of I'm not going to be successful to I'm going to be successful can make a huge difference in your mindset. Another example I might uh, talk about uh, is uh, you thinking of a large building. Uh, they don't just turn up and start building right away. There's months and years of planning and accessing various resources. An example of a business mentor. The key to support at this stage so that things aren't left out and that that fear of success doesn't take over. Uh, and then building a, in a building, there'll be the architect, there'll be the contractor, there'll be the uh, workers, uh, the designer, the lawyers, everybody has a part to play and they help that this fear of success doesn't kick in. To be successful, in my opinion, we need to believe in the numbers that we have worked to and the planning through the business plan. Figures are all powerful and that they want you to succeed. So focus and trusting in the blueprint is key. And as I say, once more into the breach is the thought of the day. So fear of success is my mind block, success block number 10. And it's about not letting your subconscious, which has been a major player throughout all of the blocks, taking over. And today we look at the last uh, success block, which I'm calling block 10 plus one, which is the title of the ebook that I'd love you to grab. These are the mindsets that I live by here at Miles Better. Uh, and so I call them the Miles Better Mindset to Success. The number one is learn something new every day by challenging the status quo in your business. I've mentioned that a couple of times in the videos, but I believe it wholeheartedly. I live today, but I plan using the numbers for tomorrow. I allow my success to, to be in both today and in the future, and I live for that. I ensure that I have a great work-life balance. This is key. My origin story, if you've listened to it, about the ups and downs of work-life is important and I live that every day. That's coupled with, if you don't like what you're doing, then change direction. You need to know where you're going on your plan, but if the plan isn't working, then you need to be able to pivot and therefore you need to change. Passion is my, is my uh, fifth one. Passion does not come from frustrations. If you're frustrated about what you do, you're frustrated about your life, then your passion, which is a major mindset block, um, if you're not uh, aware of it, is going to cause you a problem. So passions need, does, do not come from frustrations. This one I stole from Tony Robbins. Uh, raise your standards, change the rituals and habits. Very easy to do the same thing over and over again. So raising those standards often mean change. And that comes back to learning something new every day, ensuring you have a great work life balance. And if you don't like what you're doing, change the direction. And my last mindset to success point is stop and review the plan 
against your actions. If your actions do not meet what you're trying to achieve, then success will not come your way. I hope you've enjoyed this series of videos, uh, the Success Blocks 10 plus 1. I hope you found the business tip of use. And as I promised, I, wanted to, I want you to be able to profit, grow and scale faster. So, so please subscribe to this podcast for more tips via the various platforms. But also head over to www.thenumbersguy.live, where if you drop in your email, I'll instantly send you a copy of The Accounting Translator, a plain speaking guide to accounting the language of business that I have developed over the last few years. You can also arrange a free 15-minute discovery call where I can help you bring the concepts to life in your business. I hope you enjoyed this episode, so please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated and as a thank you from me, Colin, aka The Numbers Guy, I'll then send you a further bonus ebook from my latest online course, Let the Numbers Decide.